You're listening to the Fairfax Bible Church Discipleship Podcast, where we aim to help our church think biblically and grow as disciples who love Christ and live sent for His glory. For more information about our church, visit www.fairfaxbible.org or follow us on social media. Well, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Fairfax Bible Church Discipleship Podcast. My name is Ryan Shaughnessy, and I'm here with somebody that you've probably seen on Sunday mornings, our Director of Worship and Arts, Mr. Abe Gibson. How's it going, Abe? It's great, man. Great to be here. Abe, are you fully recovered from Thanksgiving yet? No, not at all. <laughs> not, not, not at even, all. Not even close, huh? Not even close. How about you? Um, I, I think so. I, we didn't have too many leftovers, so I got through my leftover pumpkin pie, and I'm good to go. Looking forward to uh, Christmas Eve dinner now, so I've got some time to prepare. Yeah, what do you do for that? Usually we do a, a roast, so I don't know what our plans are, but I think I'll be handling that this year. Nice. We'll see how it goes. Nice. We'll catch up after that, I guess. Yeah. Well, Abe, today you and I get to talk about something that I'm sure no one has any opinions about, and that is social media. So I know when we think social media, obviously that's an extremely broad topic um, that we're eventually going to zoom in a little bit on, but uh, we want to try to focus mainly on how we engage people in social media. So we're going to be kind of thinking about this almost like uh, Google Maps, where you know you start out, you get that big picture, and then eventually you're going to drill down, putting that little yellow man on the street and uh, moving him around. Does that sound good? <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. All right. Well, first, I want to know from you, uh, I've gotten a little glimpse just being, Abe and I are friends in real life too. We're also friends <laughs> in uh, this virtual world of, of Facebook, but uh, I want to know from you what your social media habits look like. What, is, what are some of the platforms that you use? How often do you use them? What do you really use them for? Yeah. Um, so uh, when I was preparing for this, I looked at the screen time. Oh, well, that's dangerous. Uh, yeah, it was it was kind of scary. And uh, um, I looked at Facebook because I really only have Facebook left. And I was averaging about 45 minutes a day on the app. So I primarily use just Facebook. And most of it is for this one group called Dunder Mifflin Theological Seminary. <laughs> And uh, I spend, yeah, that's where I spend most of my time. I am, I thought about bringing out my phone to check the screen time thing, but I'm not doing that today. I'm going to save everybody. everybody. I think for the most part, uh, I just use Instagram and end up sharing pictures on Facebook. Uh, so, but even simple things like that, I've realized can, can somehow eat away at your time, which I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really nervous to look at my screen time thing now and, and compare that. But uh, I've gone and, and made a rule for myself that on Instagram, I won't follow more than a hundred people. And that's kind of cut down on just the, the mindless scrolling that I can go through. Uh, but I'm, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag here for all of you guys and uh, say, I also handle all of the social media for the church. So any, any complaints that you guys have after you direct them to Abe, they're probably yep. going to come to me. Um, but a good chunk of my time can also go into planning and, and interacting on those things. So if you guys follow us on social media and somebody's talking to you and you're like, I have no idea who this is, it's probably <laughs> me. So you're welcome. But uh, anyway, um, I, I know I've always told myself that if I wasn't running those pages, that I probably wouldn't be on social media. We all know that's probably a lie too. Um, but <laughs> so speaking of which, do, do you think that we should even be involved on social media as Christians or is it, is it better to just remove it from our lives completely or like worthwhile taking breaks from every once in a while? What do you think? Yeah, I, I think that um, social media is an important is important and there's a lot of good that has come from it and good that can come from it. Um, I think individually it's probably a little bit more nuanced. If you 
um, let's say you struggle with pride, then um, maybe being super active on social media and posting things about yourself and um, could be dangerous. So um, I think that it's it's something that you just have to be cautious about and uh, be intentional. But yeah, I think it's something that we we could all use for for the glory of God. Yeah, I think that's that's a great point um, about how we use it. But I think especially for you and I in leadership positions in the church and, and really for all of us as we live sent in our communities, the majority of people in our church and the majority of people in the communities we serve and minister to are on some sort of social media, whether that's Facebook. I mean, you got like neighborhood Facebook groups, Instagram, uh, all the TikTok for the, uh, the younger crowd, which Abe, you might fall into that. I don't know if you got, you got to look into TikTok, man. Not over my dead body. (laughs) Well, I think personally we would lose out on a huge opportunity to engage with those people on a more regular basis if we weren't involved in, in social media. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and I hate to say it, but especially during 2020, like social media is, is for a lot of people really like their only source of engagement for a lot mm-hmm. of people, which is, is kind of sad to think about. But um, I've never taken like any personal breaks from social media, like those uh, high school relationships where you, <laughs> you take a break, but you know you're still dating and you're just going to run back <laughs> to it. But uh, I could see the value in it, even even as we look at like the patterns of how Jesus would engage with people and then withdraw. So, so engage intentionally and then uh, withdraw intentionally. But um, what are some of the other benefits uh, that you see with using social media? You mentioned we can use social media to the glory of God, but what are some of the benefits of using social media? Yeah, uh, when, when thinking about this, this question, I, I, I think that there's, a, there's an aspect of being connected to just, just various different people um, and it's global. So for people that want to use it to really share the gospel and proclaim the gospel, um, there's, there's never before in history have we had the reach that we have. Um, so there's, you know, people in Africa that are listening to sermons or watching videos of sermons from people in the United States. And before you'd have to get on a boat and travel, you know, for six months to get to Africa just to preach the gospel to them. So there's, there's, I mean, just the benefit of making the world even smaller than it is, mm-hmm. um, is something that I think we probably take for granted or we, we don't really think about too often. Yeah. You mentioned like the connection between people like that and how easy that is, but how would you say your online relationships differ from in-person relationships? Do they differ at all? Should they differ at all? I think that they do. Um, I think that they probably shouldn't. Um, I, I know that if I were online, I would be a lot more bold if I was communicating with a, uh, if I was in a disagreement with somebody and I was, you know, that person happened to be an NFL defensive tackle, <laughs> I would definitely interact with him a lot different than if he was standing face to face. So I think that um, it, it lends itself being behind a keyboard um, to, I think I'm tempted to be less charitable and less respectful where when you're dealing with somebody in person, there's just something about that interaction that you, you often give them more respect and, and grace in person. So with that, do you think there's any topics that we should avoid on social media that you, you may talk about in person, but uh, anything we should avoid on social media? Yeah, I, th- I think that um, really what you want to look at social media is just an extension of everything else in life. So mm-hmm. how am I going to use this to exalt Christ? How am I going to... Um, really proclaim the gospel. And it doesn't mean that you're just constantly maybe sharing quotes or sermons or 
Bible verses. It doesn't have to be that, but like, how does your how does your your social media presence um, proclaim Christ in 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 how you post? And um, I, I really think about uh, uh, Zinzendorf, a uh, a German reformer. He had a famous quote, and he said, "My goal in life is to preach the gospel, die, and be forgotten." And I really think that if we approach social media as whatever I'm going to post, being intentional about it, I want to I want it to be about Christ, and I want people to see Christ in it. And um, I don't want people to, to, to look at me and I don't want to exalt myself. And um, I think it's, it's difficult to do that on social media um, because ultimately you're probably going to look kind of like a, a crazy lunatic <laughs> at sometimes. Um, but I mean, it's uh, the Christian walk really isn't about looking cool. So um, I, I think practically just being intentional and uh, giving God the glory in, in all of your all of your posts and, and stuff like that. And we're going to dig into that a little more. And I think at this point, um, I, I want to begin zooming in a bit. We're, we're looking at the map, zooming in a bit on our map. And, and this would be the place, honestly, in the podcast where we could just simply insert Pastor Jeff's sermon from Sunday. Um, I don't know if any of you guys listened to it, but we could insert that here, call it a day. So I admit I may be hijacking some of his stuff out here. He may actually run out from his office and, and jump in if I'm, <laughs> if I'm saying anything incorrectly. But I want to talk about some of the, the potential danger zones when using social media. So um, you've hinted at some of them already, but what would you say are some of those things that we need to watch out for, when, uh, particularly when engaging with people on social media? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just being being charitable and gracious with people um, is the biggest thing. And um, as like you mentioned, like topics, I think one that's proved itself to be pretty unfruitful is political rhetoric. So um, I, I think that's one that you probably want to avoid as much as possible, just because uh, di- just discourse online it just doesn't seem to lend itself well to people that differ in opinions. And um, it doesn't seem like many people are persuaded either way. So it seems like it's kind of a, a, a dead end type, type of thing to post about. Um, and it can really isolate yourself. So you can really isolate yourself and, um, and, and things that are really divisive in that nature. Um, the enemy, um, the, like the people that are, that are unbelievers, instead of the mission field, they end up becoming like the enemy. So mm-hmm. um, I think we have to be very cautious and steward uh, those conversations very well. Yeah, for me, there's there's two verses that come to mind when uh, I'm thinking about some danger zones, especially in my life. One is Ephesians 4, 29, which says, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as it fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. And the other is Proverbs eighteen twenty one: Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Mm-hmm. And so for me, the, the danger zone I need to watch out for when engaging with people on social media um, especially is it's not the overtly loud and brash posts. Like you're probably not going to see me um, going off on, on political posts like that. Um, Mm -hmm. But for me, it's, it's my sarcasm that gets me in trouble. (laughs) And so looking at Ephesians four, it's, it may not be seen by others as corrupting talk coming out of my mouth, but is it building up my friends and family or uh, are my words online? Are they, are they bringing life to relationships or death? Mm -hmm. So that's kind of the danger zone for me. And, you know, the other thing I've seen online, especially this year, like you were talking about with a lot of controversial topics being thrown around, is that you often don't have the entire context of, of somebody's relationship mm-hmm. um, just by looking at that online. So, so Abe, you and I could, we could take a topic like race or a pandemic or politics, for example, because um, let's be real, those are probably the, the most divisive topics that we see, especially this year. Um, 
but you and I could have had hour long conversations in the office here or Mm -hmm. at our houses about these uh, specific topics. And then people online will only see this little two sentence rebuttal that you post and make a judgment right or wrong based off of, of that. So, um, that's, those are kind of the the danger zones I think about, but any other danger zones you think we need to watch out for? Well, I, I really like your point just about even the more subtle things. I think we really have to have a very serious view of our sin and, um, and, and really examine our hearts and, and ask God to search our hearts because different sins can really be, um, really show themselves and others are a little bit more behind the scenes and on social media, even just like, um, showing off maybe something that you have or, um, a, a trip that you've taken or really just like little bits of pride that might not, they might just seem super harmless, but we really have to to pray and ask God to, to show us like where, where we're, um, where our, our desires are and, and where we can, um, really, you know, do better as, in, as believers and, and grow, um, more like Christ. And, um, I think, I think just avoiding, um, really just in general avoiding anything that exalts yourself is probably the biggest and easiest thing to take away from just topics to avoid in general. Yeah. I'll add one more thing. It's really four more things, but bear with me. It'll go quick. Um, on Sunday, Pastor Jeff talked about four ways that we can fail in evangelism. And and the whole time he was talking about it, uh, I couldn't help but think that these are four ways that we can really fail in social media as well. So mm-hmm. if you didn't listen to the sermon from uh, from Sunday, this past Sunday, which was November 29th, I believe, I'd encourage you to go back and, and listen to that. But I'll give you those four things real quick. And, and we can think about it in the context of social media as I'm, I'm talking about those. But number one, uh, the, the number one way we can fail is we just try to win an argument, mm-hmm. uh, which I know you said differing opinions rarely ends well on social media. Now, number two way we can fail, we get mad when they push back or question our beliefs. Number three, when we're harsh or judgmental. Uh, and then number four, when we get snarky and sarcastic <laughs> and... Thank you for hitting me right in the heart uh, with <laughs> with that, Pastor Jeff. But uh, he mentioned like the use of memes on social media. That's mm-hmm. a huge thing, obviously. But laced in that is like that sarcasm and uh, that snark where we're trying to be funny or clever, but uh, it's not helping to accomplish the mission of Jesus. So on a similar note with the danger zone, there's, a, there's another thing I've seen play out on social media uh, specifically as it relates to how truth is communicated. So mm-hmm. we see in 1 Peter 3.15, it says, But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect. And so the question I have for you, Abe, is uh, how do we balance then that inherently offensive truth of the gospel that we see in, in Matthew 10.34 with gentleness and respect, especially in an online environment? Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure if I have the answer for that. Um, it's that's it's a difficult question, and, and it's very difficult in, in practice because um, the gospel is is offensive in, in nature. And um, really what you, when you share the gospel, you're, you're, you're essentially telling somebody that the way that they're living is contrary to what, what God, you know, requires mm-hmm. and um that that's offensive and um it it sh- it should be so handling that with with grace and understanding that um i am a sinner i am um deserve nothing that god has given me and 
um, anything that I that I have that I could boast about is is because of Christ and His finished work on the cross. So um, online as well as in person, just being extremely gracious with people. I think that when you're talking to other believers, there's a little bit more flexibility with um, with being gracious and um, and and like with Paul when he was talking to the um, Galatians and uh, Corinthians, like there's a little bit more firmness, but especially with unbelievers, there shouldn't be an expectation really of anything from them. So we we have to be extremely gracious um, in, in our interactions. Yeah, I'm hearing a lot of like humility coming from that too and mm-hmm. having that attitude of humility in those interactions. So, um, and the, the thing that I, I think about is even if we have the truth, what we're saying is true, we can still sin in our delivery of that truth, which I Mm -hmm. I think is kind of what you're hinting at as well. And if if we just circle back to those four ways that we can fail on social media, like that, that's a big part of how we can sin, even though we're conveying the truth. And uh, we Mm -hmm. hit this last week with anger, actually, Matt and I were talking about that, but I think it applies here as well, where where James uh, 1, 19 says to, to be quick to hear, slow to speak, uh, slow to anger. And I think that would definitely help us kind of balance speaking the truth with, with gentleness and respect. Yeah. Well, hey, before we uh, wrap this up, I wanted to share six questions that you can ask yourself before hitting post or reply on social media. And, and, uh, I'll give you a chance to add any thoughts after that, but, um, here are the six questions that, that I found that are pretty helpful to ask myself internally before uh, hitting post. So number one is what I'm talking or is what I'm about to post just bringing attention to myself or does it benefit anyone else? And, and you mentioned this already too, like, uh, is it something that I've obtained? Is it a, a trip that we go on that's just trying to bring attention to myself? Like there's been a few times where I've had to to go back, like right after posting something that I'm like, ah, this is really just drawing attention to myself and, mm-hmm. and that doesn't need to be out there. So um, that was the first question. The second question, is this based on opinion or on the truth of scripture? Um, and now opinions aren't always a bad thing unless they're contrary to scripture. Mm-hmm. So, uh, keeping that in mind, number three, are you looking at it to measure your worth or see how you're doing? Um, and just an encouragement that your worth is not going to be measured by, uh, the number of artificial likes that, that you get on a post. And then number four, is this the right time and place for this conversation? So I think we've, we've also been talking about that a little bit too. Like s- something I've learned is that, um, no matter how bad we want it to be, social media is not a living room. It's not like mm-hmm. two people sitting on a couch right here. It's it's more like a thousand seat, a thousand plus seat auditorium where yeah. uh, in some cases where you have an audience of people viewing things from the crowd uh, and, and not really participating in that conversation. So uh, oftentimes it may be one of those beneficial conversations to have on a couch one-on-one instead of for uh, the audience yeah. of people to see. Number five, how important is this issue? So is this like a a tier one, tier two, tier three issue? Um, Kind of asking your question, is is the Mm -hmm. juice worth the squeeze on this Mm -hmm. one, Uh, especially in a social media world? And then finally, the last question I like to ask myself is, am am I putting the argument above the person? Mm -hmm. And I think especially within, within the church, thinking about this, like you can win the argument, but still lose the friend in the process and that can be pretty dangerous. Mm, yeah. And and in that case you've, you've lost anyway. So, yeah. um, it's just not worth it in, in that case. So, uh, are there any other questions that you find yourself asking before posting, hitting post or reply? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think just in being transparent, like I, I really struggle with with um, pride and my social media um, from, you know, a couple of years ago re- really reflected that and um, really used it to, to boast of myself. And and um, I think I think this is great stuff to be able to to ask yourself, um, what why am I posting this? And then also just like the, the seriousness of, of my sin and um, and just looking at how I'm interacting online. And is that um, really just a, a response to of sin and 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 really just treating it very seriously? And because I think it's very easy to be flippant online because it's so easy to interact mm-hmm. and it's so easy just to hit a button to post something. But being very intentional and I, these these questions are great and i'm i'm gonna print them out and uh <laughs> and, and keep them close for the uh the one day a week that you post on yeah, the Facebook. one day a week yeah <laughs> if you guys need some puritan quotes uh make sure you send a friend request to abe on facebook and yes he'll give you your daily quota of puritan quotes but yes. i know these may be a lot of things to think about uh, before posting, but I've really seen the benefit of asking these questions. And, and it may not be like every time you're asking these questions, but getting in the habit of of being mindful about what you're posting is more the key there. And mm-hmm. and knowing like there's a reason for posting this. What is that motivation? Uh, what's really driving me to post this thing? And asking like, is, is it biblical? Is it worthwhile posting? Is it going to build up our brothers and sisters or not? Um, mm. I hope this information was, was beneficial for you, but real quick, Abe, you had any last thoughts on how to engage with people on social media? I mean, just really it's, it's the love Christ lives sent. And I think how we live sent is by, um, knowing Christ, making him known and teaching others to do the same. So if we, if we approach social media with that lens, um, you know, the Lord can really use it. I love it, man. Well, thanks. I would be a fool to pass up this opportunity right now. So I've got to end this episode by encouraging all of you uh, to go take a second and, and go follow us on Instagram at Fairfax Bible. You can like our page on Facebook. You can subscribe on YouTube as well. If you search for Fairfax Bible Church, you'll be able to watch this if you're not already watching it on YouTube and see our lovely faces. Um, Abe will be working on getting his TikTok soon as well. <laughs> so you'll be able to find him on there. Oh, man. But... Uh, Thank you guys so much for for joining us. I I hope this was helpful, like I said, and um, uh, we'll we'll see you on Sunday, I guess. Thanks, Abe. Thanks for hanging out, man. Thanks, man. Thanks for listening to the Fairfax Bible Church Discipleship Podcast. If this episode was helpful for you, feel free to subscribe, leave a review, and share with someone else. Until next time, we pray you continue to grow as a disciple as you love Christ and live sin.